internet. Hi, everybody. Hi, guys. Hey. Okay. Are we live? Are we live? Let me see. Hey. Okay. It looks like I'm live. I think everything is working. If you're watching, say hi. If you're watching the replay, say hi. I'm probably going to put this on the podcast. If you're from the podcast, hello. I guess you can't say hi back to me, but you should still say hi. <laughs> Come leave me a comment on Instagram or something. I love when people from the podcast message me or leave comments because it makes me feel like you guys are real people <laughs> not like i don't know not like figments of my imagination i wanted to come on here and share some tips for following your 2023 business plan so let me fix my makeup hold on oh no i'm flipped there we go got some little smudges <laughs> i wanted to share some tips for following your plan last week we did plan like a boss and we made a business plan for you guys. And this is about the time where probably half of you don't remember what your plan was. <laughs> Who remembers their plan? Who's like, I know I made a plan and I liked it at the time, but I don't know exactly what it was. So I wanna talk about how we actually use a plan and follow it because making a plan doesn't actually do that much for you. So I want you guys to think about this. So a lot of people, have a thought error that goes like this. They're like, I don't know what to do. If I knew what to do, if I knew how to do it, I would be able to get the result. And the reason I'm not getting the result that I want and the reason I'm not making money is because I don't know exactly what to do and I don't know exactly how to do it. And this is a thought error and I just want you guys to think about weight loss. So with weight loss, it's very simple, the strategy for losing weight for most people, unless you have a medical condition or hormones or thyroid, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about just, just standard human body stuff, right? It's like you eat less calories and you work out more and that's it. That's how you lose weight. That's the strategy. <laughs> but I want you guys to think about First of all, how much time and energy is wasted, especially for women going and looking for ways to lose weight faster, right? When we look for ways to lose weight faster, it actually usually ends up taking us longer to get to our goal of being at a sustainable weight for a long time because the way we lose the weight isn't something we can maintain throughout our life. And so when we stop doing our extreme diet of only eating, I don't know, broccoli and lettuce or whatever, we haven't built the new habits, right? And so a lot of times people look for ways to speed up and they look for strategies that are gonna be faster and they wanna do things in the fastest way. And the fastest way is often not sustainable. That's the first thing I want you guys to think about. Stop looking for a faster magic strategy. All you're doing when you're doing that is like some fad diet. I almost said the keto diet, but I don't wanna make the, I don't wanna offend the keto diet community. And if you've lost weight on a fad diet, like good for you, like, you know, and I think it does work for some people, but there's a lot of research for the majority of people, people that lose weight very quickly aren't able to sustain it, okay? We're not gonna debate weight loss. Like you guys get what I'm saying? Don't cancel me, <laughs> okay? so. But I see this with business strategy where people are looking for, how do I get there faster? I need to get there in the fastest way. There needs to be a faster way to do it. And usually when you do that, you usually go do something that is unsustainable that you're not gonna be able to do in your business for 10 years. You're only gonna be able to maintain it for a short amount of time. And either you burn out, you quit, you give up. Um, and it, it 
it inevitably just makes it take longer. So when you're looking for things to speed up and your brain is telling you it's taking too long, I really want you to stop and just kind of recognize that thought, right? And one of the things that I see people think that often just creates them being slow, being confused, not doing anything, being overwhelmed, is this whole idea of like, I need, it needs to be happening faster. I need to find a way for it to be happening faster, right? What Really what you need to do is just focus on every day, just eating a little less calories and exercising a little more and doing that over a long period of time, right? So that, that way you can lose the weight in a way that's sustainable. And then once you lose the weight, you don't have to change any habits. You just keep doing what you've always done. And that's how making money is too, right? We don't want to be doing things that are unsustainable. You don't want to be looking for magic plans. I'll tell you guys too, like up to six figures, I would keep your business model very fucking simple. So we talked all about this in Plan Like a Boss. If you guys have the VIP ticket, you have the replay. If you join the mastermind, you have the replay, okay? That, that training is going to be one of the core trainings in the mastermind. So you guys will get that. If you're a mastermind member, I'll probably make you watch it every quarter and redo your plan, right? But we made these, these simple plans for you, right? And I want you to think about subtracting from your business versus adding. So a lot of people think about, I need to do more things, I need to do more things, I need to do more tasks. Doing more tasks does not create more results. Being very good at certain things creates more results, like being very, very good, being very, very strategic, being very, very thoughtful, executing at a very, very high level. Those things can start to change your results. Just doing more tasks, doing more random tasks does not equal more money in your bank account, right? And you really want to think about simplifying your process so that you can get good. Like what I see happen, especially with beginner entrepreneurs, is you guys model your businesses off of people you see online that have been doing this shit for years. And by the way, most people you guys see online have an entire team that they never talk about that you guys don't see. They're not doing the editing, the posting, the emailing, the landing pages, the, they're, they're not doing that. They're on camera and they're making the content that they're selling you but a lot of them are not doing all of this stuff. And so if you're only one person, you do not want to model your business off of someone else's business that has lots of different employees. It's like, so people are like, oh, I need a funnel and I need this and I need that and I gotta do Instagram Live and I should be doing YouTube and this person's doing it successful and they're doing this and they're doing this and they're doing this. And it's like, that is not gonna work for you. You are in a different season of business. You need to get like the foundations working, right? And the foundations, this is what I taught in Plan Like a Boss, remember, it's having a way for people to find you, right? So the things that I'm recommending right now to people are TikTok, Reels, uh, Summits, Bundles, and then long-term strategy, Google and YouTube. Those, those are the things I see working in addition to ads for getting new people to find you. So you need to pick one of those and get very, very good at it. Set a very specific goal. If you're gonna do TikTok, how many followers are you gonna get from TikTok? By, I mean, this is quick. We're already January 11th. We do 90 day planning. That means the end of March. How many followers are you gonna have the end of March, right? And you really wanna put your head down and just work on that goal, right? So you have to have a way for people to find you. You have to get people results ahead of time and nurture them for free. 
I heard someone say this and I keep hearing this all the time and I, I just like totally disagree with this and it's this whole thing about this this person I saw online was saying like, oh, I helped my client like troubleshoot her launch in, in two minutes because she gave away too much for free and there was no desire for her program. And I just want you guys to understand like if that if that happens, it's not because she gave away too much for free, it's because she did not do a good job marketing and pitching the program about why they needed the program. So she needs to work on pitching the program better. Like what a lot of people are saying online right now is stop giving away so much stuff for free. And I just disagree with that. Like I really disagree with that. And I think the internet has changed. Like the landscape has changed. I just don't see people able to kind of half-ass post, half-ass send some emails, have a little web page and make sales. Like I don't see those businesses growing anymore. I've seen a lot of them stop growing, right? I am a nerd. I'm always looking around. I'm in a lot of different programs and a lot of different masterminds and a lot of different communities because I like to have my ear to the ground so I can help you guys figure out what's working. And I'll just tell you right now, like that is not working anymore. Like you need to be really good. And, and what you're doing needs to be simple. This is what I'll say about your nurture stuff. We talked about this on the mastermind call last night. So the replay for that call will be up. If it's my team is fast, it's probably already up. <laughs> but if it's not up, it'll be up later today, tomorrow. We say 48 hours, but they're almost always up the next day. Um, and if you're in the mastermind, I would watch that replay. We talked about a lot of good stuff. The doors are open. If you join, go watch it. You can get immediate access to it right now. Go check it out and see. We have the two week no questions, ask money back. Go look at it and see, do I think going to these calls and having this kind of support will help my business? The replays in the, will be in the portal for you. When you join, you'll get instant access. But what we were talking about is your nurture content needs to be simple. So I think sometimes when I'm saying to people, you need to get them a result, like I don't, what I'm doing is I really don't want you guys just posting for the sake of posting. Like we've all done that. I'm gonna put this up on my phone just in case you guys are commenting and it's not showing me. There might not be anybody on here because to be fair, I didn't tell anybody I was going live. Okay, there we go. Okay, yeah. We've all done that. Okay, there we go. I'm just gonna put this here just in case people come live. I can see what you guys are saying. Hey, Rashonda, how are you doing? Okay, so I don't want people just posting for the sake of posting. So what I'll see people do is they'll be like, I need to post on Facebook, I need to post on Instagram. And it just like doesn't, their content just doesn't hit. Do you guys know what I'm saying? Hey, Jesse, how you doing? How are you doing so far with your plan? I don't want people posting for the sake of posting, just posting on Instagram, just sending emails. I want you guys to be more intentional about what you are saying and what people need to hear. And I want you to put your brain to work thinking hard about that, right? That should feel, I'm always like, it should feel a little bit like algebra, right? I'm not a business coach that's gonna sit up here and be like, oh, it's gonna feel like alignment and sunshine. I'm like, no, sometimes you need to sit your butt down and think, what do people need to hear? How can I get them a result? Right? And thinking about how to actually get someone to get a result and take action takes you using your brain, which, yeah, it's fun and it is aligned, but our brains aren't programmed to do that kind of work. Our brains are programmed to conserve energy. So you're going to probably feel a level of resistance figuring this stuff out. Right? And this is why 
like I love the alignment stuff. You guys know I'm like into all the woo stuff, but I'm also like, no, you need to sit down and do the hard work. Like it's, this is supposed to feel hard sometimes. Like this is not supposed to all just be alignment and fun. Put your brain to work. It should feel like solving an algebra equation of like, what is everybody stuck with? What are they asking for? What do they really want? How can I actually help them? What could I say to them this week? What could I get them to do this week that's really gonna help them? And you need to think hard about that. And it should feel a little hard, right? It should feel a little bit uncomfortable, like solving that algebra equation. However, this is what we were talking about in the coaching that I was giving last night is like a lot of that, when you really think about how to get people results from free content, like you really wanna be doing things that are simple, right? You wanna just say things in the simplest, easiest way, and then you wanna say it often. So you do not have to have something new to say. What I'm talking about having really great nurture content and really getting people results before they buy and building your reputation, you do not have to always be coming up with something super smart and new to say, right? And a lot of us have a thought this is, we coached on this too. This is in that call. If this is you, you need to go watch that replay. Um, Cause I coached a couple people on this, but one person particularly very hard on this. Right. And the thought is like, I want my, my content to be really good. I want my work to be really good, which seems, it seems like such a good thought, right? It's like, Oh, I want my stuff to be really good. Like it feels, it just like, it feels so well intentioned and it is, it's so well intentioned, right? From, from all of us. And we of course want your, all of us want our stuff to be good and all of us want to help. Right. But when you start thinking like, I want my stuff to feel really good. It's a really slippery thought. It usually is only useful for about five seconds and then it turns on you. And it kind of creates this of like, I want my content to be really good. And now it's like pressure, right? And it's stress and it's overwhelm and it's anxiety and it's, I don't know how to do that, right? And so I don't want you guys to be thinking like, oh, I want my stuff to be, my stuff has to be really good. Faith said my nurture content has to be really good. I want you to be thinking about what are two things, I teach this in impact, but what are two things that your people need to hear every single day. So if you're teaching budgeting, right? Something that people need to hear is like, you're gonna make mistakes. You're not gonna stick to your budget 100% of the time. No one does, right? And so when you go off your budget and you buy something on your plan, don't be an asshole to yourself. Like forgive yourself. Like if you are an asshole to yourself, you're just gonna feel bad and you're gonna feel guilty and that's probably just gonna make you wanna go spend more, right? Because most people that are overspending are really just doing it to avoid negative emotion, but that's like a whole different thing, right? But they really just need to hear every day, like this is gonna work, just follow the plan, you're gonna make mistakes and it's, it's okay to make mistakes, you just keep going. And you could say that every day <laughs> to someone that's trying to get out of debt. You don't have to have something new and fancy to say. You can just go say that, that's it, right? And so you wanna think about if your people are losing weight or your people are, if, even if you're a crafter, right? It's like, what do they need to hear? Like, what is something that maybe doesn't feel good to them or how could you help them feel better? How could you help them craft more? How could you help them make time? Like, you know, if you're a crafter, maybe start talking about mom guilt every day because a lot of people that have kids feel terrible when they take time to go crochet by themselves instead of being with their kids. And you can talk about that doesn't make you selfish. That actually makes you being a good mom sustainable for you, right? And we have to raise these kids up for 18 years. How are we gonna do that? We can only do that by prioritizing ourselves, 
right? And you could just say that to moms, especially have so much guilt. You could just say a message about mom guilt every day if your message is, you know, for that. And so you want to think about, and those things are simple. You guys see how simple those things are? It's like, if you make a mistake, it's okay. Like you could say that every day, right? You don't have to have something new to say. The person I was coaching last night on the mastermind, she said, my clients just need to hear that like, it's going to be okay. And there's something better waiting because they're going through a really tough chapter of life. And so she can just go on camera every day and say, hey, like life is hard sometimes. And if you're having a hard time, I want you to know it, it will be okay. Here's a couple things you can do today. That's it. Like it doesn't have to be like some complex thing. You guys see what I'm saying? Yeah, I missed most of the call last night because I was coaching a one-on-one -on -one client. Congratulations on your client. But I caught the end and it was great. Go watch the replay of the mastermind portal. The first top of that call was fire, honestly. It was really good. Sometimes I get done with calls and I'm like, that was a pretty good call. <laughs> and last night was good, I thought. Yeah, wanting myself to be perfect prevented me from posting so many posts when I could have helped been helping people out with the message. The mastermind has helped me so much with being decisive and taking imperfect action. Yeah, that makes me so happy to hear, Jesse. But the thing is, is like people, we do this, We another thought error we have is like, I want my stuff to be really good. And then that makes people post less. But the way you get good is by posting a lot. Like the people you guys see where you're like, damn, like everything they post is great. They get so much engagement. Everything's going so good. Those people usually have thousands of posts. They like scroll back on their account. It's not, you're not seeing their first post. You're seeing like their 30,000th post. So it's like, when I see that as a coach, I'm like, oh, I need to get them to their 30,000th post as fast as possible. Cause I know if you guys post thousands of posts this year, you're going to be pretty damn good by the end of the year. If you post four posts a month, you know, you're going to have growth. You have growth and the work, the quality of your work improves with the proportion of like what you put out. Right. And so a lot of times when you guys are thinking about your content needs to be really good, you need to go to a place of, I need to 10 X my output, not, I need to like, not, I need to like work really hard and like create less stuff. That's not actually how you get better. It's usually how it just, and then it usually creates a lot of self doubt and confusion, right? So keep your nurture piece simple, simple lead gen strategy that goes to a simple nurture piece where you're saying something simple and powerful often. Say something simple and powerful often. That's your nurture piece. That's getting results ahead of time. Okay. And then you have to have a great product. You have to have a great product. Now, this is the other piece that people get stuck on because they're like, I want my product to be really good, right? I want it to be really good. What does that thought create? It creates you feeling inadequate and feeling slow and feeling scared to put your course out. Right. And so what I want you to do, I'm like, this is what I was coaching people on last night. I was like, I want you to just do the course to the best of your ability right now. And then I want you to be very curious while people are going through there. And I want you to ask them, what are you, what are you struggling with? Let me help you. I'm going to do some bonuses. I want to hear what you guys are struggling with. What is missing? What are you needing? Like, and put your brain to work about the process you're taking them through and does it work and how to make it better. And it takes, I really do think it takes years to develop a program like that, where you have your, your process and you're like, I fucking know this shit works. I have run so many people through it. I have talked to all of them. I've gotten feedback. I have adjusted it. And this thing is great, but you can't create that great program you get at the end of that by sitting here thinking, I want my program to be really good 
agonizing, never putting it out. The only way to make it better is to get people in it. And then as you improve it, give those new modules to those people that get it at the original price, right? So as it gets better, you can raise the price up because your process is proven and it has more resources and you're adding more value. And then the people that are already in it, I would just give them your first most loyal customers, right? That took a risk on your new program. I would give them all of your new stuff for free. So they feel like they win, they get an amazing value. They're getting new things added. They're seeing how much you care about the course, right? And then the people coming in are benefiting, willing to pay a higher price because they're getting the result faster because your program is getting better. And so when I talk about having a good program, I think you guys need to get that shit out now. I'm like, do it now, like this month, spend all year getting that sucker good. And by the end of the year, you're gonna have a program that you really stand behind, right? And you really know works. And that's a different experience when you're selling something like that than if you're just throwing something together and throwing it out, right? And I think there's a lot of things we can do to improve our courses when we put our brains to work that way. So you've gotta have a lead gen strategy. People find you, they can't pay you if they don't know you exist. You say simple, powerful things to them often to nurture them. You create a program and you commit to making it great. And then you create a system for selling it, which is maybe you do, for us, we do the quarterly live event. We just did plan like a boss. Before we did, we did goal getter live. We did digital product lab. We did bosses make sales. I do free training for the community every quarter and we launch the mastermind. And this is a huge part of my business model. It's how we do sales, right? And I love doing sales that way because then people that can't afford to join the mastermind, they still get to work with me every 90 days. I do a big free training for them, right? We did free coaching. People got free business coaching in here. The replay from the free business coaching is still on the podcast, okay? So think about what's your system gonna be. That's how I like to launch and I know how I like to launch because I've launched a lot. You're gonna have to try some different things. And so when you're thinking about this year and what do you want to have created by the end of this year, like get your product. If you're like, I need to do a product, you need to do that right now, not in six months. Like it needs to get done. So that way you can start refining it. If you know you need practice sales, you need to do that like next week, not in three months from now, right? This is why the 90 day goal, I think really helps people with these timelines because it makes you kind of do everything before April. Like whatever you were gonna do this year, I want you to just do it before April. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. We gotta raise these kids up for 18 years and we can only do that if we take time for ourselves. Honestly, I know this was just an example. (laughs) I needed to hear this today. Megan, literally every mom needs to hear that every day. (laughs) It's not just you, right? It's like every mom I know, I feel like I could say that to them every day and they'd just be like, thank you. Just like there's certain things like and humans need our brains need repetition. So if I'm struggling with guilt as a mom, right, or I'm struggling with feeling like shit and being an asshole every time I go off my budget and then I go on another spending bender, I've probably been thinking those thoughts for a long time. So seeing you on Instagram saying once like, hey, like prioritizing yourself actually is not selfish. It's actually good for your kid. It's not like I'm going to hear you say that once and then be like, oh, I'm never gonna struggle with mom guilt again. They're gonna struggle with that 10 minutes from now. That's why you can say the same things over and over, right? How many times have you guys heard me say the same shit on the podcast, in the mastermind? And like, I have been saying the same things online. You guys can find my old mental health podcast from like six years ago. I say the exact same things. <laughs> like, 
it's all mindset, right? It's all just me talking about managing your mindset. I was talking about troll thoughts. I was talking about all of the same things, right? But it's, it's because we have human brains. You guys, we have to hear those messages over and over. And so you can say the same simple things to your audience literally every day and they will not get tired of it because they need to hear it like 5,000 more times in their brain. You guys see what I'm saying? I always borrow your thought, action creates clarity when I'm hesitating about what I should do. Yeah, I love that, right? And that builds momentum, Jesse. I always say it's easier to steer something that's already moving. And so for a lot of you, if you've been stuck or you're looking at last year and you're like, I just didn't really get anywhere, you don't do thinking, do action. Action will create clarity. A lot of times when we're stuck, thinking about what to do just creates more thinking about what to do, which creates more thinking about what to do. And it never creates any action. And so it just creates this like thinking confusion loop that we get stuck in. And to get out of that, it's like, you've just got to try something and test it. That's why the mastermind works so well. And the process we teach is so simple, but it's so effective because it's like you pick something, you see it all the way through, you test it, you evaluate the results, you do it again. And you're just always creating results and evaluating them, creating results and evaluating them. And that keeps people from being stuck in that like, should I do this? Should I do that? Should I do this? Should I do that? Let me watch a YouTube. Let me take a course. I could do this. I could do that. And meanwhile, they're not getting anywhere in their business. They're not outputting anything or growing any assets in their business. Like thinking about your business really doesn't count as working on your business, right? It's not creating any assets. It's not creating clients. It's not creating sales. It's not creating content you can use or leverage. It's just creating more of you thinking. Right. And, and I'm a coach that's pro thinking. Right. But, but I'm like, at a certain point, we, I use thinking to fuel your action. That's the difference. Like, I think people think I'm a mindset coach that I think I teach you guys to think positive. And you can ask anyone in the mastermind. That is not the fucking case. <laughs> like, I don't care <laughs> about you guys feeling not like I don't care. Like I care as a human, but as a coach, like, I think it's okay for you guys to experience negative emotion and be sad and be disappointed and be frustrated. And a lot of what I coach on is being willing to be disappointed. Cause I know if I can get, if I can coach you guys up to where you're willing to be disappointed, you're like, I'm willing to feel embarrassed. And like, I'm equipped to feel that way. And it's not such a big deal and it's not so scary. You're gonna be able to take a lot more action. The reason people don't take a lot of action is cause they're like, I don't wanna feel disappointed. I don't wanna feel embarrassed. I don't want to feel this or that. And so then they create the result they don't want ahead of time, right? So they'll be like, I need to launch a course, but what if nobody buys it? So they don't launch it because they're scared no one will buy it and they might have to feel disappointed. So now they don't really have to feel disappointed because they didn't try, but they created the result they don't want ahead of time. All they did was create the result of no one buying. So when you're willing to be disappointed, then you're willing to put your product out be disappointed and you're like, and it's okay for me to be disappointed. Like it makes a lot of sense. Like I wanted this really bad. I worked really hard. It didn't work. I feel disappointed about that and that's okay. Right. And that's really what I coach on in the mastermind. Not like I don't care if you guys are sad. Like, of course I care. I cry with people on the call all the time. Right. But it's like, I don't think, I think a lot of people think if you're disappointed or frustrated, like something has gone wrong, like there's a huge problem. And I just think it's part of a human experience. And I definitely think it's par for the core of entrepreneurship because I think failure is required. Like, I think you guys need to try things that are not going to work. And that's why as a coach, like I don't get freaked out if you guys have a $0 launch. Cause I'm like, oh yeah, like they have to try things. It's not going to work. 
right? And then eventually that's how you figure out what works. Like that is the process. I've seen so many people go through this process. Just trust me. You want to just keep testing things and eventually you'll figure out what works by the the failure, like through trying things and seeing what doesn't work, through trying things and seeing what kind of works. Like eventually you'll be able to figure out what's going to work for you, but you're the only one that can create your business strategy. So this is the other thing. I just got an email like this a few weeks ago where someone was like, I, I know I could do it if someone would just tell me the exact steps. And I was like, I can't do that for you. Like I, I and like, frankly, like you shouldn't hire a business coach that says that they're going to do that for you. Cause it's not going to work. Like there's no strategy that works for every single niche, every single market, every single messaging, every single personality, every single price point, like all of it is very unique and specific and you have to do the work to figure that out. I can help you figure that out, right? But I can't just give you a step-by-step. -step. And this is why like you guys will see the program. Some of you probably bought programs like this. I have, right? Where it's like, oh, we're going to tell you the step-by-step -step and you get our formula and then you try it and you're like, like, you know, it works really well for some people and then other people just can't get it to work. And it's like, well, why? Like they're doing all doing the same steps. It's because of, that's not how entrepreneurship is. Being an entrepreneurship entrepreneur really requires you to become a problem solver, to be able to identify what's not working. What what is a solution I can offer people in the world that they'll pay for? How can I sell it? How can I get this business to grow faster? And like if you're not able to problem solve from the beginning, if you're looking for someone to tell you what to do, that's employee mindset, right? That's just going to your job and doing your tasks. But that's not how you build a business. You have to be someone that tells everybody the tasks to do. I don't know. Like I've never built, I'm trying to scale to seven figures. I've never built a million dollar business. Like I don't, I just have to pick a strategy. We're going to try and test, right? And give it to my team and see what happens and we'll adjust, right? I just hired a new person and she's doing a new brand new role in our company and you know, we'll adjust it as it goes. I just figured out what I think the tasks are. She's a large, very great independent worker. So she's gonna mostly create her own job, figuring out what actually works and what she needs to do to get the results. Um, it's night and day going from my first product to most recent, and it wasn't with more effort or planning. It was just doing and getting experience with support and keep going. Right, yeah, totally. And, and if you had worked harder at it without the experience, it doesn't help you, right? So if I've never launched before and I just work and work and work and work and work and work and work at my launch, but I've never done a launch before, it's like, is that really a good use of time? Like, think about it. Would you guys want to pay an hourly employee that has never launched to just work and work and work and work and work and do tons of tasks that they think of on their launch? Probably not because that's not a very valuable way to spend time. If you guys wouldn't pay a VA, if you're like, I don't think this is valuable enough to pay a VA to do, like I would not be doing those tasks. And would you wanna hire a VA to just work and do a bunch of random tasks that they come up with and work and work and work on their launch when they've never launched and they have no experience? Is that helpful? Probably not, right? But what's more helpful is you do the launch. You obviously work on the launch, do the launch, evaluate the results. Now you have experience, right? And once you do that a hundred times, then working on your launch starts to become more valuable, right? That's more useful. So you've gotta get the experience. You have to practice. Right. I'm always like sales is like the violin. You don't just pick it up and you're Mozart. You have to go practice sales. Yeah, exactly. Rashana. I love that growth happens outside your comfort zone. If you don't have negative feelings, you're not growing. Yeah, I think I, I really think 
you know, we need to normalize negative feelings, right? I think like sometimes we're, we're in human bodies and sometimes in human body, you're happy, you're excited, you feel loved, you feel grateful, you feel excited. And sometimes in human bodies, you fucking, I read the news this morning and just cried. Sometimes, you know, you're mad. Sometimes you're disappointed. Sometimes you're frustrated. Sometimes you're embarrassed. And all of it is, is normal. All of it is okay, right? And you wanna really, that's really comforting to me, like knowing that all of these feelings are normal. And I am someone who, I wanna cry sometimes when I read that stuff in the news. I don't wanna be someone that just like doesn't give a fuck about the world. Like I want to be able to empathize with people, right? I want to feel, I wanna be able to feel embarrassed if I go online and something happens, cause that means I care about my work, right? I want, you know what I mean? It's like all of these are just normal feelings. They're just feelings. And when you're in that mode, then it's not such a big deal to feel disappointed. You're like, yeah, I can go all the way and I can want it really bad. And if I get to the end and no one buys, I'm totally willing to just be very, very disappointed about that. And that is okay. And you have to commit to not being asshole to yourself when you're disappointed. That's the key. Most people feel disappointed and then they're like, and I suck and I'm a loser and I can't do it and I wasted my time and me, 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 me. You're not allowed any of that shit. You just be very clean about it. You're like, I'm disappointed because I wanted people to join my program and they didn't. I'm real disappointed about that. I really wanted it. I worked really hard on it and it didn't happen the way I thought and I didn't get the outcome I wanted. And that's it. It doesn't have to mean anything else painful and bullshitty. Okay, let's talk about not following your plan. So I really think it's important. So we have our plan, right? So it's get people to find us, nurture them, have a great product and then selling it, okay? That's your business plan. Keep that part as simple as possible. Do not get it all clusterfucky. Adding more things does not equal more results. Keep it clean and simple and get really, really, really good at it, okay? If you can't get one, if like you can't get one lead gen strategy to work, you cannot get five lead gen strategies to work. Like you're not gonna make any of them better. <laughs> you're just gonna be doing all of them less good. It's gonna take you longer to start getting progress, okay? So you wanna think about following a plan. The reason I teach you guys to plan is I want you to make all your all of your decisions ahead of time. We're gonna make all of them now. We're gonna know what we're selling, how many we're selling, what the price is, when we're launching it, what we're doing for the launch. Decide all of it. That is all done. You should all be done with that. If you are not, you need to get your ass off of this call and go make your plan. <laughs> Especially if you're in the mastermind. <laughs> I have it in the Notion template for you guys too, the quarterly planning monthly planning, weekly planning, um, do that with the plan like a boss, you'll be all set up, okay? But otherwise, what happens is people spend the entire quarter being like, should I sell this, should I sell that? Should I sell a program, should I sell a workshop? Should I name it this, should I name it that? Should it be $50 or $97? And all that's doing is like totally wasting your time. Just make all of those decisions and then spend all of your time thinking about higher ROI questions. So I want you to think about the, like the, should I do a webinar or a challenge? It's a low ROI question. It does not matter. If it mattered, I would just tell you guys what to do. I really honest to God would. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not committed to like making everyone figure out their own strategy. If I ever figure out something that 100% works for everyone, I will just tell all of you to do it, okay? Like you, you can bet your butt. Okay? I will just be like, look, everybody, this is what you need to do. But I just don't see that happening right? And so I want you to decide like all of those work, like challenges work, webinars work, $97 products work, $47 products work, $10,000 products work, $10 products work. Just pick one, 
Like, you just need to pick one and be done with it. That's, a, that's why I'm saying it's a low ROI problem to solve because you're solving a problem that really doesn't matter. So it's like, why are we spending all our time trying to think, should I do a challenge, should I do a webinar, when both of those strategies work? Like, it's not a good place to spend your energy or your time, right? You might want to check in with yourself if you've been doing webinars and you're thinking about doing a different strategy, right? You might want to think about what those reasons are and make a decision about that, a thoughtful decision. But for most of you, you just need to pick something and get going, right? For most of you, every moment you are undecided is just time, energy leaked and time wasted. It's just all you're doing is putting more time between you making money. That's it, right? So you need to just decide as many decisions as you can. And that, that is going to give you some of your energy back because you're not going to be having to decide. Indecision really leaks your energy, right? So when you, every time you're like, should I go to Kajabi or should I do Teachable or should I do this or should I do that? Or should it be this price or that price? It's just leaking your energy. And you want to be aware when that's happening so you can be like, oh, I have an energy leak around this. I just need to close it up and decide. You just pick something. We have the decision-making framework in the mastermind, which I love. It's like my favorite thing I've ever taught. It's so simple, but it's like so good. But you spend all of your time on the back end of the decision. So you make the decision fast, and then you spend all your time thinking about why you love that choice, why you love your choice, why you want to do a webinar, why it's the best decision for you, why it's great. And you spend no time after you make a decision thinking about, well, maybe I should also do a challenge. Maybe I should also do this, but oh, maybe I do this. You just don't do that. It's a waste of your time. So you decide and then you decide to like your decision. Did you guys know you can control if you like a decision or not? <laughs> like we like to think if we make the right decision, it's like if I make the right choice about my launch, I'll feel really good about the launch. So I wanna make sure I think about it a lot and make the right choice. But all you really do, all you're really doing is like training your brain to like, just spin around and be confused. So after you make your, your decision, you just end up creating the result of you spinning around and being confused even after you make it. So people will make the decision and then they'll be like, they'll be like, I'm going to do a challenge launch. But an hour later they're like, but I don't know though. Maybe it should be, maybe it should be a webinar. Maybe it should be a this, maybe you should do this. And it's like, they made the decision, but they're still thinking about a decision they already made, which is not a good use of your time. Right. But you can decide ahead of time, I'm going to do a webinar and I'm gonna fucking love it. And you can guarantee that, do you know how? By managing your brain, right? The only difference, the only reason you ever regret a decision is because you think thoughts about how the decision is wrong and you make your choice wrong and you make your decision wrong and you make yourself wrong and you make yourself confused. You think thoughts that create the feeling of confusion, right? But you decide ahead of time, in our community, you decide ahead of time not to do that. You decide you're gonna make a decision and then you line your thoughts up to like that choice. Right? And it takes the pressure off of feeling like you have to make the right choices because you take responsibility for your feelings. Right, You take responsibility for your business working. You're like, I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to feel great about it. And I'm going to figure out how to get this way to work. And there's no easier way. The biggest fucking waste of time I see all the time is people looking for an easier way. They're like, I want to be really thoughtful and make sure I pick the right launch so that it works faster. And all that does is make them slow and confused and unwilling to try new things. And the more like the, this thought seems so good, right? It's like, oh, I don't, I want to make sure I do everything in the right order. So I don't waste my time. But all that does is make you slow, makes you over research, makes you over consume, makes you take less action, right? All it does is create the result of you wasting your own time. 
So you've got to re really be on yourself. And we teach you this in the mastermind. Like I teach you, look at your thoughts. We have a whole framework, a model that we use that I teach you, a thought work model, where you can see what am I thinking and what result does this create? And I guarantee you, for 98% of you, when you put the thought in, the, in that model about, I want to make sure I do things in the right order, seems so harmless, right? It's, I'm telling you that thoughts are like not, you know, people come to me and they think the thought work is for like really horrific thoughts about like, I suck and I'm a loser. Those are not the thoughts that are keeping most of you from the result. Most of them are things like, I want to do things in the right order. I want to make sure my stuff is really good. It's sneaky thoughts. But when you play that out, it's like, how do you feel when you're like, I want to make sure I do things in the right order so I don't waste time. How does that feel when you're trying to figure out how to do a launch? Right? It just makes it all feel loaded and pressurized. Like I'm always like, you're putting your dream in a pressure cooker. It's like, I don't want to waste any time. I've got to do everything in the right order. It makes you scared to make a move. Right? It makes you slow. Like that's the result it creates for I haven't I've ever seen anybody speed up thinking about how they don't want to waste time. I've never seen it happen. All of the people that are thinking like, I don't want to waste any time. I don't have a lot of time. I'm a, all of the time scarcity stuff. We have a whole module on time because I coach on it all the time in the mastermind because our brains have so many thoughts about time. Um, but you know, all of the people that think those thoughts about, I want to make sure I do everything in the right order. I want to make sure um, I don't waste my time. All other people that are unwilling to waste their time end up wasting their time because they end up being the slowest ones, right? And so you want to make sure that you're, I'm like, I'm totally willing to try things and have it not work. Do you guys see how that makes me able to try more things this year? Like, who do you think is going to test more things? Me, who's like, I'm totally willing to waste my time. I'm totally willing to work hard and have this not work. I just want to see what happens. Let's go. Or if I'm like, I want to make sure that we do everything right. I don't want to do this work if it's not going to pay out. I want to make sure that if we, if I do this work, I want to make sure that I'm going to get a return. I don't want to do the work unless I know it's going to work. It doesn't create anything. It just creates me sitting here thinking about and not doing right. But like, because I'm just so willing to waste time and I'm willing to try new things, I don't willing to do whatever, you know, we have a lot of momentum going into this year because we did test a lot of things last year. And that's what I want for you guys. I want you to end 2023 and be like, whoa, like I have a lot more clarity. I tried a lot of shit last year. <laughs> Some of it worked and a lot of it didn't. And like, let's go. I have so much clarity. The more things you test this year, the more clarity you will have at the end of this year, period. Right. I would much rather you guys waste a bunch of time doing things that don't work. Right. And really putting time in and having it not plan out than just not trying things. Like, I just don't think you're going to get where you want to do doing that. So stop leaking your energy. Be decisive. That's my first tip for following your plan. And, and your plan will help you do that. Like following a plan helps you like close up all this indecision because you just decide, I'm like, just decide right now what your price is going to be, what you're going to sell, how many you're going to sell, when you're going to sell as many decisions as you can make right now, just make them and do not remake them. That's it. Once we make decisions, we only make them once become someone who only makes decisions one time. It will make you so much money. Um, don't decide what to do in the moment. Right. So our brains love to tell us like that. We don't like planning and we don't like structure and we're like creative. It really like I really don't think the plan is restrictive. Right. I think that there's a lot. I think it frees up your brain to be more creative because I know my price and I know my program name and I know what my program is and I know when we're launching and I know what we're doing. 
I can spend all of my time thinking about creative solutions for my clients and thinking about how to make my program better, thinking about how to say new things in a new way. I can spend all my time on high value thoughts, right? And that is where there is room for more creativity and more innovation. Otherwise, I'm wasting all of my creative energy making all these decisions about dumb shit all the time. So I think the plan increases your capacity for thinking, for high level thinking, for creativity, right? I think it allows you to spend time thinking about higher level problems, which is where you make money. That's how you make money as an entrepreneur. You solve problems for people. You offer solutions, right, to people. Solutions that they wanna pay for. <laughs> That's what you need to do. All right, let's talk about not following the plan really quick. Um, so we talked about the sneaky thoughts. We talked about making decisions in the moment. And then the other thing I wanted to talk about was I want to talk about two things, two more things. Can you guys stay with me for two more? I'll go fast. The first one is like you need to break your to-do list into smaller pieces. I know I taught this in Plan Like a Boss, but I'm just reminding you. Look at your calendar right now. Like are those projects broken up enough? So Kate Doster even posted a reel about this the other day where she was like, don't put post a reel on your calendar. Like if that, if, if that is overwhelming and you know you're not gonna do it, break it into smaller things where it's like, um, do your makeup for the reel and write a little script for the reel and then film the reel and then edit the reel, right? So she'll have like film reel and then edit reel as separate tasks on her to-do list. She doesn't have, she doesn't have create reel as one task on her to-do list. She has it broken into like five tasks. Right, and it just gives your brain like little bite-sized things to do. Because when we look at something that has a whole bunch of steps in one thing, our brains often kind of can short fire and get overwhelmed. And so you don't wanna have things on your calendar like work on launch, work on product, right? Remember we were talking about this in Plan Like a Boss with do goals, small doable goals, do goals, small doable goals. So instead of work on course, you're gonna be like, Outline module one, create slides for module one, record module one, upload module one. Like each task is a small doable task. So really breaking your stuff into smaller tasks. So one of the biggest, most common mistakes I see people make is they, their calendar just is too broad and then they don't end up getting that much done right? And breaking it into smaller pieces, it actually just shows your brain exactly what you need to do and the actual steps. Um, and it makes it easier for us to understand that we can actually do it. So if you're having a hard time following your plan you created, I can almost guarantee you your shit is not broken down into specific pieces. Like look at it and then, and then look at it as faith. You guys audit your own calendar as me. If I looked at your calendar, what would I tell you? You guys tell me in the chat. I'm curious. <laughs> Especially you guys in the mastermind. You guys a lot of times know exactly what I'm going to say, which I'm not going to lie. It's a little, it's a little scary sometimes. <laughs> There's so many times I'll go to reply to someone in the group and there'll be like five people that said what I was going to say. And I just won't even bother typing mine. Cause I'm like, oh, they already got it, <laughs> which I love. Right. But audit your calendar is me. What would I say? What would I tell you if I looked at your calendar? Would I be like, oh, this is great? Or would I be like, you need to break that apart? Like, what does that mean, right? You need to know like small doable tasks. And then the other thing I wanna say, I have one last thing I wanna talk about. This is really, really important. And I see this a lot. And it's kind of like this, I'm curious if any of you feel like this, let me know in the chat. I know there's a lot of mastermind people watching, so maybe you don't. 
but I, I talk to people a lot where they sound like they're just kind of victims to time and, and their plan. And what that looks like is they'll be like, I made a plan, but I just don't follow it. And it's like, we allow ourselves to be very confused about why we don't follow our plan. And I want you to decide right now, everyone listen, I want you to decide right now that you are not going to allow yourself to be confused about why you don't follow your plan anymore. You need to answer that and you need to know what happened and be very curious about it. So what happens is the only reason you ever don't follow a plan is you make the decision in the moment not to do what's on your calendar. You choose not to do what's on your calendar. This is not a fucking magical thing about like, we don't know how to follow a plan, right? And you have to take full responsibility for that or it's like you can't even start, I'm being like kind of a hard ass about this because I want you to take full responsibility because I know then you'll be able to make changes to it. But a lot of the ways people talk about time is like, like I make a plan, but I just can't follow it. And I just don't know why. And I put it all on the calendar, but I just don't do it. It's like you make a decision in the moment not to follow the plan. And a lot of times our brains are so sneaky. It's not because you're bad, right? It's just because of our, how our brains are. Our brains are so sneaky about avoiding work, right? That they can kind of like ninja you into making a decision to not follow your plan without you realizing it. And what I want you to do is I want you to realize it. And so I gave someone this coaching and big dream incubator, but I told her, I was like, I want you to put things on your calendar. And when the time comes at 12 PM and you have a task on your calendar and you don't do it, I want you to say out loud, I, in this moment, am making a decision to not follow my calendar. And you don't have to feel bad about it, but I want you to be aware when it's happening. And like saying it out loud will give you the awareness of like, oh, I'm making the decision right now. This is the moment I could choose to work on my calendar, but I am picking not to. <laughs> That's it. But you want to make it simple because when we make it this very confusing, like hypothetical, like philosophical, like there's all this like layers, it, there's, it's not confusing. You put things on your calendar and then at that time when it's time to do it, you decide not to do it. Right. And you, you, the first step is just seeing that because a lot of us aren't actively making that choice. I'm telling you, you have to actively make it. But what we're doing is we're passively allowing our brain to kind of drive through that choice. We don't even realize it's happening. We don't even see it in the moment. And then we get to the end of the day and we're like very confused about what happened. We're like, I didn't follow my calendar. It's like, yeah, you, you decided not to. <laughs> you just want to be very honest with yourself and direct without using it against yourself to be a douchebag. Don't use this against yourself to beat yourself up. Don't use this against yourself. This is just what human brains do. It's not because you're bad or you're lazy or what. It doesn't mean anything about anything except you have a human brain. Your human brains want to conserve energy. So it came time to work and your brain was like, let's just like sneakily not do this. Right? And it, you passively allow your brain to make a decision to not follow your calendar. I want you to actively decide I'm not doing it. And then it's like, at least you know why, right? It's going to be very clear what you have to do to do it. And then the other thing people will say is they're like, I, I hear what you're saying, but, and I, and I just like, can't make myself, I can't make myself pick. I never do it. And it's like, all I hear when you guys say that is like, it's like you're sitting in a chair and you're telling me, Faith, I know how to stand up, but I just keep not doing it. I just keep not doing it. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like, I can't help.
help you with that. Like only you can help you with that. That's like, you have to decide to stand up. If you don't decide you're gonna stand up, like I can't help you make that decision. Do you see what I'm saying? It's like, you have to, if you know how to stand up and you wanna stand up, you have to decide yourself to stand up. That's all there is to it. It's not complicated. It's not confusing, right? We don't have to do like a million models about this. It's like, we ha you have to just see where you're making the decision not to stand up and you have to decide differently, right? But a lot of us don't have the awareness when this is happening. That's why I'm saying, I want you to say out loud in the moment, I am choosing not to follow my calendar right now. And I'm gonna create the result of not following my calendar. And that's a decision I'm making right now. And I just want you to have the awareness so then you, you can't be confused about why you're not following your calendar anymore. You guys see what I'm saying? And so then the next step is like, you see like, oh, I'm not standing out of the up out of the chair because I'm not doing it. It's like, well, now you have to work on making the decision to be someone who stands up when they say they're gonna stand up, but I can't do that for you, right? But the first step is getting all of the confusion out. Don't be confused. The only thing that, only reason there ever is, is you think and make the decision not to follow your calendar. That's it. It's not confusing, right? It's not like some big mystery we have to solve. It's really not. The first thing is just like be aware and start actively making this. I would much rather you actively decide not to follow your calendar because then at least I know you know how to fix it. It's very obvious. <laughs> you just stop doing that. <laughs> But if you allow yourself to just keep being confused and keep passively making the decision to not follow your calendar, that's where people feel like, I just don't know what's happening. It's like, yeah, you're being very unaware. You need to be aware, right? And I'm not saying like, oh, you're bad, you're unaware. I'm just saying like, this is human brain stuff. Like we all have human brains. We all do this. Every single fucking person, myself included, do this. This is what we do. So it's not like a you're bad situation. It's like a human brain situation. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so guilty of not being specific about the outcomes on my calendar. And it makes such a huge difference when I have the exact result I want on my schedule. Yeah, it feels weird to like break things down. Like you're like Instagram real, I don't need to break that down. And it feels weird to kind of make it that specific, but your success rate will be a lot higher. For most of you, your success rate will be significantly higher if you just start breaking everything down into little pieces um, and giving things time frames too. Like, don't give yourself unlimited time to do things. I talk about that in the time module. The other day, I had finalized three bonuses on my calendar when hadn't even come up with or really even thought about any ideas. So overwhelming, right? It's like, it's like, how do you even do that? Finalize three bonuses. You're like, what does that even mean? Like, what? Like, yeah, that's very overwhelming. Like, it makes a lot of sense that you feel overwhelmed about that. Um, so overwhelming when I looked at it, came time to work on it. I had to break it all down and reschedule each one for different days. Yeah. And a lot of times we overestimate, but it's so funny how we do that, right? Jesse will be like, finalize three bonuses and build a whole sales page and record all my modules. And it's like, that's what you think you're going to do on a Tuesday. And it's like, when you actually break down what you need to do, it'll also help you guys estimate the time. And I would also assign each member. We did this in plan like a boss. You guys can rewatch that part if you want but you write down your doable goals and then you create, you give each thing an amount of time that you're gonna do it in. You decide how long things take. People think tasks just take however long and they don't have control over it. That's not true. You guys decide how long things take. Actively start deciding how long you're gonna spend on tasks and then you put it on your calendar. Yeah, okay, that's what I got for you guys. I hope that will help you follow your plan, right? Make a plan, follow your plan. Your brain is gonna wanna change the plan. 
there's a couple things for you. Here's two more. I'm like, I got two more things. <laughs> your brain, just expect, I'm always like, expect resistance. Your brain, first of all, is not going to want to follow your calendar. Just expect to not want to do any of the shit that you put on your calendar ever. Your brain is not going to want to do it, right? Don't expect to want to do it. You don't need to want to do it in the moment to do things. Do you guys want to feed your kids all the time? No. Do you guys want to drive your kids around all the time? No. You want to take your kids to school every day? No. It doesn't, you don't need to want to do things to do them. That's just not, let's just like get rid of that within our business. Um, and what was the other one I was going to say? It'll, it'll come back to me or I'll tell you guys later. Um, but yeah, I hope that this helps rewatch. If you need to rewatch the plan like a boss or um, if you have the vault or if you have the VIP ticket, we put it on a podcast. And so a good thing would be after you guys have watched it once in a couple weeks, listen to it again, right? And really commit to really commit to this process, because if you can do this process all year, every 90 days, you are going to be blown away at what you create by the end of the year. And then all I do is I make the plan and I don't think about after the end of March. I'm only thinking between here and end of March, here and end of March, here and end of March. And that's like my finish line for my goals, right? So I know how many people I want on my list. I know how many sales I want. Um, I know all of the results I want to create and I want to create them by the end of March. So I'm having to create them now. Whereas when you make your goals, you kind of can, you, it's like, it gives you too much time to fuck around where you end up like dabbling a lot and kind of messing around. This is like, we're already 11 days in. Like you guys do not have time to mess around like this. That's it. It's, it's going to be April, like get your butt in gear. And I really use that kind of short time frame. That's how I'm able to create a lot of results in a really short amount of time. It's because I'm only ever look, looking at three months at a time. I'm never looking at the whole year. I have no idea about Q2. I really don't. I don't know what I'm going to do in Q2 yet. I, I'm only ever focusing and I really won't think about it until the very end of this quarter, right? So I just want you guys to get really, really focused and intentional. What do you want to create before April 1st? And what do you need to do now to do that? And start doing it now. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till the weekend. Don't wait till next month. Like it's like, just start doing it now. And that's how you'll start shortening this time frame up, right? Keep things simple, make a plan, follow your plan. Oh, that was the other thing I was gonna say. Your brain, is going to want to change the plan. It's not going to want to follow your calendar. It's not. You're not going to be like, yay, I have all this shit on my calendar I have to do. It's never going to happen. Just let that let that go. <laughs> and if you do, then great. <laughs> but then if it doesn't happen, then it's like not a problem. You're like, oh, yeah, Faith told me this is going to happen. I don't want to, of course, I don't want to follow my calendar and sit here and do a bunch of work, right? Um, and then your brain is going to want to change the plan. It's going to want to be like, this other way is better, or this is better, or we should change the plan. And I coached someone last night. I'm like, you guys can change the plan. You just want to know your reasons and do you like your reasons. But for most of you, most of you just need to practice just following your plan. For most of you becoming someone who can make a plan and follow it all the way through, that will make you more money than changing the plan this quarter. Do you see what I'm saying? So over the lifetime of your business, building the skill, and making yourself not change your plan a couple times, that is gonna make you more money than doing whatever little pivot you wanna do this quarter. Does that make sense? And so I think it's a really, really important skill for you guys to learn, to be able to make a plan and follow it. Your brain is always gonna to wanna to change it. It's never gonna to wanna to do it. My brain already wants to change my plan. It's every day. It's like, let's do this, let's do that. We could do this, we could do that. I'm, I'm like, my brain is like nonstop. I'm, it is like 
you guys think I talk fast? Somebody, um, God, it was my therapist. My therapist told me I talk fast the other day. I was like, you should be in my brain because I literally feel like my mouth cannot move fast enough at the amount of like just constant in my brain. And every day I have like a thousand new ideas that I think in the moment, I think they're all great too. Sometimes I'll write them down and I'll look back on them and I'm like, I'm glad we didn't do that. That was not a very good idea. <laughs> but in the moment, I'm like, this is brilliant. <laughs> and that's why I don't let myself react to ideas in the moment. I save them. So what I do is I, you guys have my notion board in the mastermind. When I have a new idea, it doesn't go on the plan for this quarter. It goes on the board of ideas for next quarter in that database, in the genius ideas database I gave you. And it goes, I tag it as ideas for next quarter. And so I have new ideas and I log them, but we don't put them on Q1 plan. It goes on the board to look at when we plan Q2, I pick out the best ones. And do you guys see how much I'm able to pull out a lot more quality ideas because instead of just like coming up with ideas in the moment and coming up with ideas in the moment and coming up with ideas in the moment, I'm able to just calmly execute my plan. And then when I get to the end, I can look at all of those ideas I had and strategically pick which one is the best, which two, well, you can only really do probably do a couple for me at this point with the, with what's going on, I can really only probably do a couple things that I want to do each quarter. And so I look at all of them and then I pick the best two instead of just constantly throwing random shit around, which is if you used to be, if you used to follow me, you know, that's exactly what we used to do because we used to do a ton of random shit all the time. <laughs> but this is so much better for me and for the team. And it's so much calmer. My business is so much more pleasurable to run now. So much less like we were just like, I just created constant chaos in my business all the time. And it was almost like at a point, it, it almost felt like I was like addicted to it, to be honest. It was like, it was just always had to be new, always had to be exciting, always had to be bigger. It feels so much better now that it's like kind of boring for me. Like it's pretty calm. I've been selling the exact same offer for three years now, almost three years. Um, and everything just feels like I know what we're doing. I know what we're selling. I know kind of what the plan is. Everything is calm. We have systems for everything. I have people helping me. And it's like a joy, right? So I always thought having a boring business would be awful and like following a plan just seemed so like against my personality and like I wouldn't be as creative or it wouldn't be as fun. And it has been the opposite of that. It has been an absolute joy to run my business this way because things are calm and things are thoughtful and things are strategic. Our results come faster and easier. I don't have to work so hard for everything all the time. And that's really what I want for you guys and why I'm so passionate about teaching this, this process and why we do it in the mastermind. The doors of the mastermind close tomorrow. So if you wanna join, just go sign up. And we have the two week money back guarantee. If it's not for you, you can get your money back. The notion boards are in there. The plan like a boss replay is in there. You get a ton of business strategy from me, from like sales training to creating freebies to creating offers people want to buy, content creation, social media. And then on top of all of that, you get probably, I would say about five hours of live calls every week we do in there. Maybe even more than that sometimes, but probably on average about five, four or five hours, I would say for sure, at least every week. Two of those are with me, right? So I coached for two hours last night. And then I'm going to coach again tomorrow on Facebook Live and you get that every week, like that level of support where there are people you can go talk to on Zoom if you need to. And if you can't go live, you can listen to the replays and still get the breakthroughs. 
Like, there are a significant amount of people that have been in the mastermind that live in different time zones or have kids and they're not able to come sit on the Zoom call live. They just listen to the replay and they will email us or they will post and they'll be like, oh, we call them lurkers. They're like, I'm a lurker. I just listened, but I know I'm never able to come live. But I had to say, like, I learned so much from this call and this and this and this and this, or I've been implementing everything every week and listening to the calls and this and this and this. And they still get breakthroughs and takeaways even though they never talk to me. It's because when I'm coaching people, everything I'm saying really can apply to anyone. It really can apply to anyone in lots of different situations with lots of different business levels. And so I'm not coaching people in a way where it's like you each, I'm coaching on each specific strategy. I'm really teaching you guys like how I think about business decisions and how I think about how I think about negative, like negative comments or not following your schedule or how, and I, coach you through that so you can learn how to coach yourself, right? And it's really about a new way of thinking and being for the becoming boss mastermind. It's about becoming the boss of your business. Like you have to be able to become someone who can create a plan and call the shots, right? And you have to stop looking for other people to tell you what to do. And so I'm not going to tell you what to do. I can tell you right now, and anybody in the mastermind will tell you this, this is not a hand-holding, faith, hold your hand situation, but I can help you right? I can help you. I have strategies that I know work. I have simple ways of teaching them. We have all of the mindset tools. You get my mindset courses in there. There's so much great stuff in there that will help you. Like I understand this stuff is not easy, right? I understand like making a plan and following it for 90 days straight when you have a human brain is not an easy thing to do. It's an exceptional thing to do. And it requires you to think at an exceptional level in a way that most people can't and won't ever even try to. Um, and we have tools in there that will help you do that. Like I have my entire mindset course in there where I teach you how to put your thoughts into a framework and look at them and how to become more aware of what you're thinking and how to make sure your thoughts and feelings are lined up to build your business in a way that's sustainable, right? If you're building your business from a place of I suck and this isn't gonna work and I don't know if I can do it, like you're just gonna continue to feel anxious or frustrated and it's gonna be really hard for you to stick it out for the amount of time that you need to. Nothing in my life is calm and I'm committed to making and following a plan. I hear you, Stacy. I hear you. I know you're really busy too, but there is something about like, there's something about when like the rest of my life is in chaos, which has happened, right? We all know, I always say in the mastermind, I'm like, life is gonna life. <laughs> and what I mean by that is like, sometimes life sucks and it's hard, right? And people die, people get sick, um, we get sick. Uh, houses, my brother's house was like destroyed in a hurricane. Like life is gonna life. And there's something very comforting to me, like knowing that even if life lives, my business is like, I know exactly what to do. And the team knows exactly what to do. And the business is calm and boring. And I never thought I would wanna have like, a, I say like boring, right? Kind of just meaning calm, right? But I never thought I would want a business that was calm because I thought that would mean it was boring. And now I'm so thankful because I'm like, when life is lifing, it's like, I know that the business is calm and steady. And it's like, I've built at least this one area of my life that, it, that I have created, like calm, consistent results. And that to me means the business is unbelievably sustainable. It's un, like, it's unbelievable, I think the amount that we would be able to sustain here. Like I think a lot could happen in my personal life and my business is completely sustainable. Like I don't ever feel like I would have to step out of it. 
I never, t I don't think I took any days off like at all last year. I took some time off because I got COVID. I missed a call when I had COVID and I missed a call. I had the flu, but I didn't take like time off because I needed a break from the business. I like literally like couldn't go. My, <laughs> my poor boyfriend came home from work and he was like, you cannot go on a call. And I was like, it'll be fine. I can still help them. <laughs> he was just like, you have a fever. Like you need to get your ass in bed. <laughs> And so I had to cancel the call because I had the flu, but I never feel like that to me is different. And I still could have came in here and coached and probably been fine. Right. But it's different to me than if I felt like I have to step out because I'm so tired or I need a break. Or if I have to show up all the time because I'm scared, like people won't get the results. Like I don't do that. I just show up because I love it. Right. And I want to. And I have all these systems that have made it so calm and less stressful for me that the business is like unbelievably sustainable, unbelievably sustainable. Like I really think I could go through and I know that I will go through someday. Like, you know, we're all going to go through tragedy in life. And this is part of why I'm so passionate about teaching people sustainable business strategies. I'm so sick to death of hearing all this bullshit about everyone's overnight success stories and the and the 500k months and the 10 million dollars in 10 minutes and you know 10k day and like i'm sick of it i'm so tired of it and you know the reason why is because i think to build sustainable long-term success most people are not going to experience those overnight jumps and i'm in all those programs and to be honest with you it is a very small amount it's a much much smaller amount of people than you guys think that get those kind of results and most people that go into a program that end up doing like a hundred thousand dollar launch their first time they usually have been teaching the same thing for years they already have their process figured out and they usually have a have some kind of following right and so yeah they took the course and they use that to like put all these pieces together and good for them. Like, I'm so glad that they got that resource. Right. But to say that that's like to use that as a testimonial where that's like makes it seem like this is from the course is kind of ridiculous to me because most people in those courses, like I'm saying, I'm in like almost everybody's program at this point because I am a nerd and I love learning and taking courses and studying and stuff. Most people in those programs are not getting those kinds of results they're just not and just remember that when you guys see people's flashy testimonials like do not buy somebody's program because of those testimonials like you and if you're going to if you feel yourself tempted in that way ask them what the percentage rate their success percentage rate is right and i i just am frustrated by it i think it's a little irresponsible for coaches to be posting all of these like huge testimonial results when like they don't know their success rate of their program I bet you they can't even tell you like the percentage of people that make money, the percentage of people that have paid you paid them, that have asked for refunds, like they don't know any of that, right? And so it just seems a little bit of a misrepresentation of the results that programs actually get, right? And so I don't promise that in the mastermind. I just don't, right? And I just don't want you guys coming in. I don't even want you guys wanting that. I want you to come in wanting to build a sustainable business that's gonna support you for a long time, that is calm, that is built over time that will support you for the rest of your life. And I want to work with women that want to do that work. I don't want to work with people that are looking for quick fixes and get rich quick, right? I think it makes you slow, like I was saying earlier. And so if you're all in and you're like, yes, I want to be a businesswoman, not girl boss shit where we're just like, 
like real business shit where you're like looking at profit and loss statements and you know your numbers and you're making decisions as a business person, right? Where you're an entrepreneur, where you're looking at investments and stuff like that, then I want you to come into the program. But if you're wanting me to help you make like $10 million in 10 minutes, like that, I'm just not here for all of that. Like I think it's all a bunch of bullshit. I do. I think the opportunity for online business is amazing. I think it's an amazing opportunity. Even looking at, my partner and I are looking at doing real estate investment here where we live, where we're gonna, we live in like a tourist area and my family is here. And so since I know I always wanna come back for the holidays to see my family, we're looking at getting an investment property that we can rent as a vacation rental. And then that me and my family and stuff can use when we come here or my whatever that we can use, right? But even looking at that, it's like, you know, that investment like is going to take time to pay out. It's not like I'm just going to buy that property and make a bunch of money overnight, right? It's like I'm making that decision knowing this is what we're having to risk. This is I'm kind of doing like we're kind of doing risk analysis, looking at the market, being like, well, how much do we think we can get a night if we have a bad month? Like, what would that look like? What would a good month look like? Do we think how how do what are the what are the odds we're going to be able to pay the mortgage? And we're making business decisions looking at it, but we're not looking at buying a property being like, we're gonna be rich next week, right? We're investing time and money to get a result we want in the future. And that's how I want people to think about their online businesses too, right? And, and just because I'm not gonna get rich in 10 minutes doesn't mean that investing in real estate isn't a good idea. It's like, that's an amazing, there's an amazing opportunity here, especially where we live for real estate investment for sure. Right. And there's an amazing opportunity for online business too. like the payout is real, but you have to be realistic about what that is. If I think we're going to start an Airbnb and make a profit the first month, like I'm probably in for a, a rude awakening. Right. Because I have to get reviews and we have to get the, the get the bookings out and we have to build up our customer service and make sure our cleaning stuff procedures are right. We're going to have to do a lot of work to build that into a profitable business. I'm not just gonna buy a condo and then get a check for $10,000 the next day, right? That's not how it works. It's a business. I have to invest time and money and energy into it. And then I do the risk assessment thinking, like what are the odds that this is gonna pay out? How much do I think I can make back out of it? What do I think the profit's gonna look like for us? And I make that decision. And I want you guys to think about your online business like that, right? It's like, yeah, you're gonna have to invest, time and money in the front end of it, right? I can't get a condo for free. We have to spend hundreds of like, you know, $100,000 down to get what we want. Um, and your online business is not gonna cost you $100,000 down, but it's like, you're gonna have to put, you have to risk some money. Like it's, it's a risk, but you wanna do that analysis and be like, do I think it can pay out? Is it worth it to take the risk? This is the thing, I'm gonna talk about this more tomorrow about choosing investments but I'll just leave you with this because I know some of you are thinking about joining the mastermind. And this is what I'll tell you. And I will tell you just straight up, I do not think you guys should hire any business coaches that are encouraging you to just like go all in and spend a bunch of money you don't have, especially if your business is not making a lot of money. Like don't spend $10,000 on a business coach. Don't hire someone that is telling you to do that. It's not a good, that's not a good investment. <laughs> And this is coming from someone who loves coaching. It spends a lot of my money on coaching, okay? Um, but I would just look at, you know, the investment you want to make. I never make investments that put my business at risk. So even with this real estate investing we're doing, 
if we lost all that money and it was just gone, like it, it, we lost it all, right? That would suck. I would be deeply upset about it. Like, don't get me wrong. We would be fine. <laughs> and you just want to do that with your business. Like you do not ever want to risk your actual physical well-being. <laughs> you always want to play out the worst case scenario. If the worst case scenario is like, you don't have rent and you get evicted, do not buy the program. Like don't invest, don't do that, right? You don't make, you make investments, you make investments, all investments are risky, even business investments, right? So I feel like there's a little bit of happening with online business and online coaching right now where people are just telling people, well, you have to make, you have to take the risk like because there's a possibility of a payout. That is not how you decide to make an investment. <laughs> Okay. So I look at like the investment and I do kind of a risk analysis. Like, and I have to guess, I don't know. Like, what do I think the odds are I'll get this money out? If I lost it, what would that look like? Can I take that hit? And if my business couldn't take the hit, like if I were spending an amount where it's like, if, if I don't, I'm not able to make money after this mastermind, I might have to close my business or not pay my team or not pay myself. We don't make those investments. Right? So I only make business investments that I know I can withstand. Okay? So I want you guys to join the mastermind. Obviously, I think it's an amazing program, especially for what we offer. I think the val I'm very proud of it. And I think the value we offer is exceptional in there. I worked really fucking hard on it. Okay? And I think if you're stuck, I can help you. And I think you'll be blown away at what you can do with a community and coaching and processes and strategy and all that stuff. And if you like really don't have the money and it's going to be devastating to you, if you cannot take the hit of, of the business, the business might take longer than you think. Like we are very bad at timelines. We talk about this in the mastermind all the time, but think about how many times you guys go to make a plan just for one day and you get it completely wrong. Like you, like all this stuff happens that didn't come up. Maybe you get a migraine. I had a migraine the other day. Maybe you get a migraine or somebody gets a flat tire or I have to go pick my mom up or like whatever, and your day goes sideways, that's just planning one day. Like think about what are the odds of you accurately guessing the amount of time it's gonna take, all of the work you have to do, all of the tasks you have to do to create a profitable business and sales to start coming in, what are the chances of you accurately guessing that? Probably almost all of you, like I can guarantee you, this is gonna be harder and take longer than you think it's going to and you just wanna make investments with that in mind. So thinking it's probably gonna be harder and take long, longer than I think, can I withstand the hit of that money? Like, do I have that money to invest? And if not, I'm like, go get a side hustle and earn $1,000 and then come in and I'll coach you for a whole year for $1,000, right? So, you know, I want you guys to make smart business decisions. I just feel like this is something that's not talked about and I'm gonna be talking about it more this year and I wanna talk about it tomorrow because it's the last day of the mastermind enrollment. And I want you guys to, investments are uncomfy, right? It, I feel uncomfy making buying that condo and renting it. Like that is a huge stretch for me. Like thinking about, a lot of you guys know my story. I used to live in a tent. Thinking about buying an investment condo is like kind of mind blowing to me. It freaks me the fuck out all the time, right? But, it is a emotional risk that I'm able to withstand. I know I can coach myself up and stop, not be panicked about it the whole time and feel good about it. First of all, if you're going to buy the mastermind and be panicked the whole time, don't do it. You have to make sure your emotional regulation can withstand the investment. Okay. And then you have to make sure like, can my business, or if you're funding your business, can my personal funds withstand the hit? 
if this takes longer to get the money back than I thought. That's something we're looking at with the Airbnb stuff too, is like, like if it takes us longer to get this thing profitable, will we be able to pay the mortgage, right? And for how long? And like, what does that look like? And like, what is the actual risk to us? Um, and for us, like in the position we're in, it's pretty low risk, right? And granted, like you, like, you know, my partner and I just sold two houses that we own. So we have, we're gonna basically take that money and put it back, Do you, you know what I mean? So anyway, I just want you guys to think about that. Like, think about it as an investment. Anytime you're buying anything, not just the mastermind, right? And if people are telling you just to like throw money at a problem and not evaluate the risk, like, is that a business coach you want? Like, do you want a business coach that is telling, like, not telling you to look at how much things cost and what the risk is and evaluate the risk and make a risk assessment? Like, don't hire a business coach that's telling you to do that. That's, that's the number one thing. You know, I think there's a ton of really great, brilliant business coaches. Like, I do. I've worked with a lot of them, and they're amazing. Um, and there's people that are not so great. And I'll tell you, like, one of the things I see around people that are not so great is it's kind of this whole idea of like well you just like need to leap and make the investment that is bad business advice don't hire someone to advise you in your business that's doing that okay because what happens is either your nervous system can't handle it and you're going to be freaked out and melting down the whole time right potentially it could take you longer to make that investment back they're not going to guarantee your money either right so it's not like if, if you don't make the money they're going to give it back to you they're not so just remember that. Yeah, I made a lot of investments in the last seven years and I still have not made any money from my business. Yeah, why do you think that is? Now remember like to make money, I would do that. Um, I think you messaged us you were sick when we did the planning. Do the plan like a boss workshop and I want you to diagnose what part of your business is broken. So either you're not getting enough new people, like how many new email subscribers are you getting a month? Either you're not getting enough new people or you're getting new people in, but you're not doing a good enough job nurturing them, or you don't have a product they want to pay for, or you're bad at selling it. It's one of those. It's not confusing. Just be very, very simple. You want to break all this down, especially when you guys are trying to problem solve your business. You want to know if you're not making money or you're not making the money you want, you want to know why, right? And you're, you really need to look at all of this. And I teach this in the plan like a boss. Um, so go through that and diagnose your business. Which part of that is broken? Is it not enough new people? Is it the product? Is it the nurture? One of those is broken. That's it. That's It's always one of those. It's not confusing. Either you're not getting enough new people to find you, they don't trust you, and they don't think that you can get them the result. The nurture part is broken. They don't want to pay for the result that you're selling or your marketing is broken with the sales. It's one or all of those, and you've just gotta fix them, right? So it's people come in, you nurture them, you make offers and they buy. That's the system. For, for almost any online business right now that's selling products, that's the system. And if you're not making money, those are broken and you need to really put your brain to work. If you've already spent a lot of money, you probably have the resources to fix this. Right, so you know, probably know a lot about strategy and business at this point. So what is it and why are you not doing it? Yeah, my sales process is not working, finding the nurturing working very well. Yeah, but you've been doing a lot more nurture lately, right Lucy? I need to learn the system. Yeah, watch Plan Like a Boss. 
if you watch Playing Like a Boss, I, I break all of that down and you make your own funnel and that will help you. It'll help you just kind of see what has to happen to make money. It's literally like these are the steps that have to happen for someone to buy and you'll be able to kind of start diagnosing what's happening. But if you're not making money, it's like you that is you have to fix that. There's a problem that you have to fix. Something in that system is not working. Does that make sense? And so, and you really need to focus on sales. At this point, if you've been, how many times did you say? Seven years and you haven't made money? You've got to really, really focus on sales. Like really, really, really think about, sometimes people are in this mindset too of like, there's two mindsets I see people in that are a little bit crippling. One is like, it's not happening fast enough. It's not happening fast enough. Why isn't it happening? I've spent all this money. I've spent all this time. There has to be a faster way. Why isn't it happening? And then the other one is kind of this like, someday in the future, the business will make money. I'm just going to keep working. Someday in the future, it'll make money. But it's like chasing a carrot on a stick. It's like they're not actually getting, like someday never is today. And so it might just be time for you to decide the business has to make money today. What do we have to do? Right? And I'm curious, like, if you guys have people, if you guys have people, Lucy, <laughs> if you guys have people, not just Lucy, a lot of people do this. If you have people and you're still not making money, a lot of you are just not selling often enough. <laughs> Either you're not good enough at sales because you haven't practiced enough and you're not selling often enough. So you need to get better at sales by selling more often. A lot of you need to commit to like selling your ass off this year. And just, we, I had someone that did like a launch every two weeks in the last Q4, like a launch launch, like a live launch every two weeks, right? But now she has all that experience from Q4 practicing and she's gonna take that all year this year because she got all that practice pitching her product, promoting her thing, doing all that stuff. Yeah, I think, weren't you the one that emailed? Let me look in our email. I think I saw, I don't do our inbox, so you all forgive me. I thought it was I saw an email from you about looking for the, the think like a boss or the plan like a boss. I have too many boss named programs. I have think like a boss, boss mastermind. Oh, maybe they already emailed you. But it's the, you want to look for the, it's called the plan like a boss training. And the team should have emailed you the link. So it's the plan like a boss workshop. When you go into the portal, let me look. I'm pretty sure it's right at the top. So the team should have sent you a link to the VIP portal if you bought the 997 ticket upgrade for Plan Like a Boss, which I think it sounds like you did, but then you had surgery, if I'm thinking the right person. You guys, I have a terrible memory. I, I'm like on a bunch of meds and I can't think straight. So if I'm confusing you, I'm sorry. If you go to that link, my team should have, it looks like they already emailed you back because I don't see your email in here. So go in your inbox. They sent you a link to a portal. When you go into the portal, there's a video, it says plan like a boss replay. Watch that before you do anything else in that portal. There's a whole bunch of bonus stuff I put in there just as extra. Watch plan like a boss portal at the top of the portal. It's a video at the very top. Watch that and that will help you. It will help you figure that out. And I want you to watch it and, and I want you to like be diagnosing each of those parts. So I talk about each of those parts in depth. And I want you to like diagnose which which part do you think is the biggest problem? Like where is the breakdown? And you're just gonna have to guess. You're gonna take your best guess about what is the most broken and then you're gonna make a plan to fix it and you're gonna spend this 90 days fixing it, right? 
And then hopefully by the end of this year, we'll be making consistent sales. That would be amazing. That would be a really good transformation. Okay, good. Yeah. Working on more effective, more expensive products. Yeah, I think that's great, Lucy. I think it's time for you. I think you've been kind of playing here and it's like in a space where you're really comfortable and you're obviously super talented and great at what you do. And now it's time to like step up into the it's step up in the businesswoman selling marketing part. And that's the part that's missing for you, I really think. So we've got a lot working in your business, right? I know sometimes you get discouraged. Sometimes we all get discouraged. Let's be honest. This can be discouraging sometimes, right? Because you're not going to see instant results in almost anything you guys do in business. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> but, you know, you've got leads. You've got people finding you. You've got a great system for nurturing them now. And the last step is just getting the product and the sales. That's it. We're going to figure that out. And we're going to figure it out this year. I have a really good, you're, you're, I can just tell the way you're thinking, you, Lucy, you tell me if you think this, but I just feel like the way that you are thinking lately, even about sales and marketing, like I feel a real shift from you. Like it feels like you're really going to figure it out. So I'm excited to see what happens. You have to come to the call. Um, I know you couldn't come last night, but come to my call on Tuesday. I'd love to hear how you are. All right, you guys. Oh my God, I've been on here an hour and a half. <laughs> Lord help me. Okay, I will see you guys later. I hope that gives you some ideas. Make a plan, follow your plan. The doors to the mastermind close tomorrow. Do your risk analysis. We have a lot of support in there for you guys. Um, if you're in the mastermind, I put the quarterly planning in the Notion board so you can do it in there. We also have the worksheets in the Google Doc for you. If you guys have the plan like a boss VIP ticket, you have the replay in there. Um, if you're in the mastermind, you guys have the replay too. So if you wanna watch plan like a boss, there's the VIP ticket, which was the 997. And there's the mastermind, which is 97 a month. And that's my coaching program where you come get coached by me and you're in the community and you get access to all the resources and stuff that we offer. So those are two different offers, okay? All right, I'll see you guys later. I hope you guys have a great day. Congratulations to everyone who's joining the mastermind. It was so fun. I coached a whole bunch of new people last night and I'll coach a whole bunch of more new people on Tuesday and we will just go from there. We're just gonna work week by week, quarter by quarter, all the way till the end of the year and create some amazing results in the community. I would love to have you in there. All right, oh, you signed up for the mastermind? Oh, I'm so excited. I have, so if you sign up for the mastermind, I'm doing a live, ask faith call tomorrow at noon if you go into the mastermind portal let me look and let me i've got to look to make sure i tell you the right thing if you go into the mastermind portal there's a link on the sidebar that says ask faith and if you have a question after you watch the training watch the training and then if, whatever questions you have put them in that form and i'll answer them on the live tomorrow okay so there's a ask faith form in the mastermind portal you guys put your questions in there anytime. And then Thursday when I go live, I answer them all. So you can ask me anything you want for the live stream if you join the mastermind, okay? I'll talk to you guys later. I hope you guys have a great day. Bye guys.